Nine. Nine. Yeah, so you said what about Julius Randle, who should be an all-star reserve, hopefully? I want to say I apologize that I said we should trade him and just use him for trade bait. He honestly could be a very important piece if we get the right person. So I'm with it, bro. He the reason why the Knicks where they at. Yeah, he put up, what, 22 or 24 points per game right now and, like, eight boards. He is averaging, I will tell you right now. Hold on, man. Hold on, bro. My dog is averaging Julius Randle. Hold on. I got to go on, on the good old Balo Sensto reference. Julius Randle. Bro, yeah, if you go on basketball reference, they call Julius Randle. You know what his nickname is? Jules? Nah, bro. You're going to laugh. You're right. Beyblade. Wait, is he a fan of Beyblade or did somebody just gave him that corny nickname? Bro, if you look at the I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a I'm gonna send it to you. If you look at the site, like it says his name is Beyblade. Somebody put that on the website, bro. He definitely has to be a fan of that. There's no reason as to why they would call him that without him being a fan. I mean, he was born in 94, so. Um, all right. So he was His, seven when Beyblade came out. Five. He was, yeah, he was seven when Beyblade came out. Yeah, he was like, he, yeah, because I'm like, when that came out, we was like, what, 12, 13 years old, somewhere around here? That must have been like 03, 02, 03, 04. Yeah, like that was because you were you two years old than me, three or two, three. Yeah, so like I was probably, I was like, you was probably going into high school. I was in junior high school when that came out. I mean, I'll Google when Beyblade came out. Why not? I'm doing Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think because that was towards uh, the end where like Digimon was kind of like, all right, this ain't gonna work. We get embodied by Pokemon, so let's come up with like Beyblade. That one show, 2002. Okay. That's it was first the, the okay. So Beyblade was um, a line of spinning top toys originally developed by Takara, which was first released in Japan. And uh, if y'all know about Takara, Takara is the company that made that used to port um, banks because you were a video game head. That you know the SNK games, absolutely. So like not all of them, but like you know like um, when Samurai Showdown was on Super Nintendo, Beyblade. I mean, Bey, I said Beyblade, bro. Fatal Fury was go. on Super Nintendo. You see what happens? Uh, Fatal Fury. Um, Art of Fighting, like some of the early SNK games were ported uh, World Heroes. Like S like they were the they were the company that ported them to like Super Nintendo and to some of the home ports. So that company also did create Beyblade. It was first released in Japan in July 1999, along with the debut series. Um 
but they got released. They were um, the manga came out the same year too in ninety nine, and then in two thousand two, Hasbro began to sell the Beyblade toys um, internationally. So yeah, two thousand two. So I was in, I was like eleven years old. Did they have anything to do with? No, I think that's just its own brand. Remember the little uh, Gundam toys? Yeah, I no, I think. think- I, they might have been made by the same person, mm-hmm. but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they're the same. Um, they had the. They had a correlation aside from that, but um, yeah. So Beyblade, it, I'm not calling him Beyblade. I just call him uh, Jules Randall. I don't know. Man, I just used to call. I used to just say he be doing Tasmanian devil spins, but. Um. Yeah. Okay. So back to Julius Randall right. stats or Doctor uh, Doctor J two. Even though he can't, he can't dunk Doctor like J two. I'm not, bro. His name is his mama call him Julius. So I'm gonna call him Julius. Um. Mm-hmm. Julius Irving av- Randall. There we go. Well, his middle name is Dion. So I don't know who name is the Dion Sanders. He's from Dallas. So makes sense why would he not be called i mean julius sounds i i guess better on the resume but yeah we need to bring back names like that that is a valid point um but Rand, yeah randall's averaging uh he's played 30 games this year he's averaging 23.2 points per game 10.9 rebounds 5.5 assists a game on 40 percent field goal percentage 40.7 percent from three point 80 percent um from the free throw line. So, bruh, this man, Julius Randle, yeah, he, he, he's, he's, bruh, he deserves to be an all-star. And I, and I, you know, it's funny because, shout out to We Are Sports, um, we did an all-star reserves room on Clubhouse where we recorded it. And I thought I was going to be the only one that was going to put Julius Randle. Like, I put Julius Randle over Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I said Julius Randle deserves to, like, if this is the year Julius Randle get an all-star nod, he deserves it, bro. Because the Knicks are. I should have came in for that room. I would have definitely loved to be, be in that conversation. Yeah, like we had, like we had a we had a nice um, list. Like we got a we got uh, we had it all ran out of everything. But yeah, man, Randall, Julius Randall needs to be all star. I'm sorry. And, I mean, Jalen Brown. Obviously, Jalen Brown deserves the love. Um, like I would have I think Trey Young gonna get in though because he's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Cause it's in Atlanta, and you know, you know how that go. But man, I want Julius Randle to make it, bro. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be in the match because they all the players need. I mean, they can get in without him, but you know what I mean. They probably need him a little bit more, like the players that people don't know. Like you know what I mean. The females gonna be like, who is Zach Levine if he make it as he should make it? So it's like players like even though I don't think Zach Levine is going out to the club, uh, unless you know. It's a lot of white women here, but that's besides the point. But, definitely, yeah. definitely Levine too, because Levine is what's what's Levine is like what in the top? Is he the highest scoring player in the league right now? No, nah, but he's averaging twenty eight point four. He's four. He went crazy. Uh, seven seven board, no five board, I got four you right boards, now. and like uh, yep. twenty eight point five points per game, five point five assists, five point two. He's averaging twenty eight five and five right now. Hey, listen. Two, I got a nickname. Y'all call me Bob Banks. The price is right. Because I'll be right there. I'm always super close to the number. The price is right. Bruh, I'm I'm telling you, bruh, if I was on that show, 
I'd be winning all the time. I'm like Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. That's a dollar ninety nine. Bro, oh, t- oh, we don't we don't talk we don't fucking Terry Crews no more, bro. But you know, I fell back on the conversation about him, man. You know, it's just one of the things like I said before. I don't get people that say nonsensical things, any type of love, and besides that, you know, I just had to think. I, I won't be honest right now. Let me let me shoot promo. I had to fall back, man, because I I start realizing he has a son. His son is like, seems like he's a real good kid. I know he's on the Nickelodeon show. And, you know, I don't want to be one of the people that, you know, what if his son ever hears somebody just say, yo, pops is a coon, yo, pops is this, bro. Like, it's just a fireball because of, you know, the stuff Terry Crews says. But, you know, I just, I always think about people's kids and, you know, somebody running up to them saying some stuff like that because we in the area now where everybody want to be cool. So if you run up on this kid, man, he seems like a sweet kid. You do that, man, you can break his whole world. So it's not, you know, I understand and I'm agreeing with everybody, but I just try as I'm getting older, man, I'm just trying to relax on certain things. But no, he he is in fact that, but he ain't as worse as Herschel Walker, bro. Like that dude, that's another name I'm about to stop talking about. What name? It just cut me off, bro. Yeah, okay, cool. We can proceed. Uh, no, I said what name? I said, I said what name? Uh, last name Walker, first name Hershey. Oh, no, nah, man. Fuck, man, bro. Hershey, bro, have you seen that shit from 85 South when they said that uh, homie said uh, Hershey Walker was playing with the football hummus when they were soft? Yeah, he gets squishy. Bro, fuck Hershey Walker, he got man. got squishy helmet. No, fuck he's a goofy, him. man. Like that go now him I don't mind saying that especially because you got a grown kid that's saying the same thing as you you feel me so it, it, it's no love for him. But otherwise, man, sure, man. Uh, yeah. So let's get this. Let's just this intro cracking, man. Bains, go oh, ahead, yeah. bro. This is volume nine of show your work podcast we're gonna have like some real intro very soon i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna probably produce that asap you know what i mean i'm gonna get the sample cut y'all know if y'all heard my previous work on they called us mad man uh that's mainly it what i'll be doing as far as the intros i do with the other podcasts i do intros they just need to hear nor there uh i am your host banks at banks no rest to here with my brother papa aka papa. <laughs> Like, I, Papa, I need a dollar, Papa. I go to the store, I get something. We need bread. Don't worry, Papi. I got you. Got me tomorrow. I'll let you go tomorrow. I don't know credit. No credit. No credit. No, but for you, I give you credit. But for you, I give you credit. Thanks. Yeah, man. It's me, man. Nelson at Who Is Original. Follow both of us, man. Follow the Show Your Work podcast. We, you know, we working. We at episode number nine, volume number nine. And I mean, and we here, man. So. Um, first of all, I just want to say Joel Embiid, bruh. Joel Embiid got a 50 ball. Against my Bulls. I- I'm sorry, bruh. I know it's your Bulls, but bruh, a 50 ball. All I know is pain, bro. What's that uh, Daniel Bryan <laughs> meme that was going around? I am suffering. <laughs> all right, Styles P, talking about all I know is pain. What? <laughs> Hey. I swear, all my teams just bring me pain from the Cowboys to the Bulls. Yo, I might as well pick a sports team. I might as well be an LA Galaxy fan, even though they ain't been good since David Beckham was there. 
that shit funny, bro. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, bro, Joel Embiid. I know, bro. I know that the narrative is appointed to a LeBron, bro. And I'm a freestylist because I think we need to discuss the All Star MVP and how important that is. Because there are two big men who are in contention to win this weight. Obviously, Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. And um, if they one of them were to win it, which I mean, it will highly likely be Embiid between both of them. Um. This will be the first time a big man has won the MVP since Shaq did in 2000. The 90, I think it's the 99-2000 season, if I remember correctly. I mean, and B was to be a one or two seed, and he puts up the numbers he's putting up. His chances of winning are highly, uh, much highly likely. Uh, he's highly likely to win it compared to uh, Jokic because Jokic, obviously, the Nuggets are, I think, the seventh or the eighth seed in the, in the playoffs right in the West right now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I they my two favorites, honestly. Donovan Mitchell is another one because uh, the Jazz are playing out of their mind, um, which I have to re- I have to walk back my take on the Jazz that I've said on social media, which I will do after we we discuss this. But um, Donovan Mitchell is a favorite. LeBron James is a favorite. Dame Lillard is starting to be a favorite now because now the Blazers are starting to you know the Blazers are starting to you know come come around even though they've had their injuries. Um, I mean, LeBron, obviously, we'll see how this works. You know, when, now that Anthony Davis is out the next four weeks, we'll see how the Lakers play, which we'll talk about later when we discuss that, that Nets-Lakers game and how that may be a sign of what's going to happen for the Lakers in the next four weeks. Also, Steph, bro, Stephen Curry is, is – it's crazy to say he's a dark horse, but that's just no – that's no disrespect to the man considering how Embiid and, you know, all of these other guys are playing, man. So – I'm I give it to Embiid. I'm not saying that because he's on my fantasy team, but he just, even though he be sitting on back to backs, like he is just consistently going crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now he's averaging 30. I think he might be leading in scoring. If it's not him, it's definitely Dame. Dame should have started on the Western team over Luca because Luca is like 28. They both about the same uh, point per game percentage. But when you look at the winning record, for the Trailblazers over the Mavs, the Trailblazers are, I think, fourth in the West. And it's just him holding the team together because uh, Jurkic is out and CJ McCollum is out. So, you know, what I mean, he's just basically putting the team on his back right now, which is something he's, he, man, he, he's been doing that. Hell, the first two seasons, he was going crazy. I don't think he's averaged anything under 21 for his whole career being Dame Littered. So I think he shouldn't have started over Luca, but I'm beating father time and, you know, putting up damn near the same stats he's been doing, even though it's like 20 or one to two points less, not 20. I'm sorry. He still is playing at a high level, but it's different when the playoffs come and, and you playing more games and, you know, you playing more minutes because he's averaging, I think right now career low in minutes, which is good. And that's being 33. It might go up because AD is out, but I don't think they should worry, man. Like, let's say they make it to the finals again and they lose to the Nets. I'm going to have the same take I've been having for a while now. Every single time LeBron wins a championship, people want to start stacking up to go against him. Right. So, and then that's all it's going to be like, you know what I mean? If the Nets get a title, everybody's going to be like, well, they had to triple up to beat 
LeBron AD or they had to triple up and beat the league. And, you know, that's fine. It don't, it don't really matter. He don't have nothing to prove, man. It's just, you know, last night he made it to what? 36,000 points. 35. So, yeah, he, had, he had 35K. So, which is a big thing. So. 35K, youngest player to ever do it. In this case, more for the second greatest player of all time. Like, there's <clears> nothing <throat> else for him to prove. He don't need another title. He don't need nothing else, man. He, he Like, if he get another one, cool. If you want to say, all right, bet, I got another title, that that's fine. But otherwise, that if he does, if he decided he wanted to retire tomorrow, this man is probably the second greatest player of all time. So it really don't matter. No, I would definitely agree. Um, but, yeah, I think with LeBron, that is a valid case. But I think LeBron can't shoulder the load on himself. I mean, I don't – the big man thing, people seem to gloss over that. But at the end of the day, that's a huge deal because rebounding is going to be big. You know, you you know the reason why they were getting a lot of their chances too is because, you know, with AD, he doesn't like to play center. There's mm-hmm. that. And, yes, he rebounds, but sometimes, like, you know – that AD himself is not going to get all the work done. And you have to understand, he he has his moments where he gets hurt or he gets these little – or he gets these little knick-knack, in, like these little minor injuries that when right. February or March comes, it turns into a big injury that he misses a chunk of the season for. Mm-hmm. Like, I've said this, the bubble – the one person, yes, the bubble might have helped LeBron and certain other people. But the one person that the bubble held more than anybody in this league was Anthony Davis because February and March is when he gets one of those really bad injuries or an injury that takes him out for a service that takes him out for a sustainable amount of time. Mm-hmm. So then those four months gave AD a lot of time to rest, a lot of time to um, recuperate, get his, get his body, you know, get his physical right. And, he was able to play, you know, relatively unscathed. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these next four weeks. The Lakers really just got to tread water and stay, go to get no, fall down no lower than the three seed. They fall down no lower than the three seed, then they'll be fine. Which I don't see them doing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, should they get another rim protector? I think so. I think they shouldn't. They should have. They should. They should have tried to keep Javel, and I mean, you know, Dwight gonna make the Dwight decisions, which is fine as well because you know he's the first ballot Hall of Famer, solidified now. So all y'all that don't know anything about basketball, y'all can go ahead and take that take uh, away because he now he has a championship. But you know, I think they shouldn't have tried to keep Javel. They needed, they definitely need one more rim protector out there. That's all they really need. But yeah. other than that, I don't think you know it's not urgent. Like you know, they probably assess what happened last night because it wasn't just about re it wasn't really about rebounding because they were the tallest the tallest team is just you know they couldn't switch on these shooters because that's what I said bro after the second quarter I turned that off like I, I don't like watching the Nets play it's disgusting to me this small ball shoot a hundred shots I'm an old guy in that instance like I want to see somebody play something other than zone defense man your guy up so seeing them just like it was two or three times when I had to look and see, like, 
like, yo, is, there's not a center out there? Like, Tyler Johnson is out there shooting. Like, all I see is, like, six, five guys just shooting. I'm like, so their whole game plan is where the game is today. Just, all right, I'm going to just try to outscore you. I'm not going to rebound you. I'm just going to try to put – I'm going to shoot 100 threes and just hope I can beat you that way. It's like – it's that tweet me and you and Earl was talking about. It's just like, mm-hmm. bro, it's like NBA 2K now. Like it's, it's too arcadey for me to watch. You know, certain teams, like right now, as we're talking, I'm watching the Clippers and the Jazz. This game is actually pretty solid. You know, they a lot of threes not being chunked up, but, you know, they, they moving the ball, which – the jazz is doing, which is a smart thing. It's just like, you know, the Spurs have always said, or Coach Pasta's system has always been, you know, one more pass. You know, one more pass to get the best shot. And that's beautiful offense. I like that. And, you know, if you got a three, you got it. If not, cut to the rim and try to get an easy two. But seeing the heat last I said, all right, bro, I can turn this off after the second quarter. All right, I'm not going to be – I'm trying to kill time right now, but let me watch Rush Hour 1 or let me watch an old Impact Wrestling match. I mean, I enjoy – what well, I ain't going to hold you. I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy watching the Nets play. I think the Nets is just – you know, a lot of people are saying this whole defense thing and all that, but I'm like, bro, this is a legit team that could shoot you out the fucking gym. You have three one number one options. And they're winning these games without one of them, some games, or with just one person. I mean, the Suns had them down 25, and they came back at one. So, And it was just based off what I'm saying. It was just, you know, try to move the ball as much as they can. And, you know, when you got one of the top five greatest point guards ever, you can do that. And then, you know, try to get the best shot, play defense, do things like that. Now, the Heat finally have structure. I mean, the Suns finally have structure, which is crazy to say after all these years. But, you know, shouts out to Coach uh, Monty Brown. So Monty Williams. I'm sorry, yeah, Monty Williams. I was like, no, nah, that can't be right. I know it's Monty Williams because I was like, bro, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so now they have a structure of a, a play style. And then when you have one of the best leaders, as he's been called before, being Chris Paul, and you got young players that'll listen, that's the results you get from it. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that. Um all right, so I mean we can move on to the I mean, we we can move on to a couple things. You want to talk about the Wentz Indy trade? I'm sorry, say again. Carson Wentz to uh, India Indianapolis. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much input on it because it's so young for the season. We got to see what's going to happen with the Colts. Right. But because the thing is, I heard Andrew Luck was trying to come back. Well, apparently that's not the case if they traded for Carson Wentz. But. It's just what I said. I told you when I told somebody else, I said it went from Deshaun Watson saying, I want to leave, and them saying, Bet, uh, okay. And then nothing else happened. They right. haven't tried to trade for him. They haven't said any trade suitors, none of that. I'm very quiet about that. Uh, to then, you know, JJ Watt saying, It's time to go. And they just parted ways and just let him go. I mean, obviously, you don't want to pay a uh, broken down linebacker uh 15 million dollars i'm sorry uh offensive tackle if i'm not mistaken i forgot his position i'm about to look so i can be right uh jj watt because i'm defensive end okay there you go my fault because i was like nah i know the first two is wrong and i went off the top of the head yeah i was like i started looking stuff yeah this is why i gotta start looking what nah i feel you bro (laughs) 
I mean, I don't care about being wrong. That's the thing with me. I don't have pride. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm literally in front of a computer. I could have just Googled it instead of sound like an idiot, but that's neither here nor there. So it went from him saying, all right, I want to leave, and they cut him. And you do that because he's supposed to get $15 million, and he's broken down, and nobody's going to want to pay him $15 million, not even the franchise he's been with his whole career. But the Colts decided, hey – Let's try to get Carson Wentz because we want to see what's going to happen. Now, mind you, like I said, we got to see how everything plays out with their offense. But, bro, I don't understand somebody making it make sense for me. If I'm a team, I'm trying to see what's the best deal I can get for Deshaun Watson. They gave up, I think, some 2022 picks for Carson Wentz. I don't know what – the Texans are asking for for Deshaun, but whatever it is, I would give it up. He's still young. He's still in his mid-20s. He's had two or three great seasons. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand. Like, is the asking price too much? His contract is huge, but like you make it happen for a young quarterback that can throw. Right. You know what I mean? That that's what it is. He has that arm, and then I mean, you, I, it's it's maybe because you know the owners have that old mindset. We'll just leave it at that, and I'm not gonna get too deep into it because I think you know eventually they have to get rid of him. They got to trade for him, or they got to cut him, or buy him out because, and more likely they're gonna try to trade for him because you can't just let him walk. But he he has to go because I think he's not going to try to play. Let's say if he still spring camp comes up and he still signs to the team, he's definitely not going to play. So right. they they got to they got to figure it out. But it's just funny to me, like yo, you really want Carson Wentz on your team? That was the first thing I said. Y'all down bad that much that y'all want Carson Wentz? Right. And the thing too is with the trade. I'm just like I guess you know the Frank Reich thing. I mean, I get it, but it's just like, why? Mm-hmm. And that makes any sense, but I, it's just, yeah, the Deshaun Watson thing is weird. I mean, now the new thing, the new uh, rumor that everybody is um, gravitating to is the, uh, now the new rumor that I've been seeing people are trying to spread is the whole, the Carolina Panthers have shed, they cut four players, which saved them. I think it's $28 million, if I remember correctly. It's 22 right now, but they have one. They have one. Um, there's one cut that doesn't take effect until, I think, if I remember correctly, it's March. I think it's March 17th. I think it's Trey Boston's cut, which will be the additional six, seven million dollars that adds, you know, makes it 28. People are, people are saying that. They think that that because they're doing that because they want Deshaun Watson, but it's like, does Deshaun Watson really want to go to the Panthers? Like from what I read, he just wants to go to uh, he just want to go to fucking uh Miami or San or San Fran, or he want to go to the Jets. Of course, he would want to go to those teams. I don't know about the Jets, but of course, you want to go to those first two teams, right? If I'm a young millionaire, I want to go to those first two teams as well. The Bay Area is fire. That's my favorite place in America. Uh, Miami is Miami, <laughs> but you know what I mean. For him, it might be it might be great. And then the Jets. I, I mean, I, yeah, because I heard something about the Jets too. I mean, 
I guess you like New York. I mean, that's what it is. You in New York, you just got to freeze. But. I mean, hey, shout out to the shout out to the Bay Area. Yeah, no. So you know. By the way, Anthony we, we'll Davis. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards just ended a man's life. What happened? Bro, he dunked on homie Utah Watanabe from Tor- Toronto. Mm-hmm. And did, bro, he he bought the, yo. Bro. Nah, I already know a young fella going to cut a promo. He get on there with that Atlanta accent doing the press conferences. Bro. I ain't gonna try to do no Atlanta accent. Or maybe I will. Dunk on that boy. Dunk on that boy. I was dunking on that boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just had the ball up. I had I'm not going bang on yeah. it. Like a, a lot of a lot of y'all sound like 21 Savage kinda. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. But yeah. But hey, man. Um yeah, we'll see what happens. The once trade, I think it like I said, it's too early to tell. It's just I'm shocked that once got out quicker than Watson did. But maybe the Texas are holding for Watson for a crazy ransom, and that's why nothing's really come to fruition yet. But hopefully Watson gets out of Houston. I just think it's very ironic how J.J. Watt was able to get out of Houston quicker than Deshaun Watt. Uh, J.J. Watt was better, quick, got out of Houston quicker than Deshaun did. But free the man. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just glad Deshaun didn't go to the go to Indiana because, you know, I don't, I don't think he needs to hear what the crowd might say in Indiana. Oh, my God. I don't even nope 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 nope. So yeah, they're gonna be say, saying all types of racial slurs. Well, yo, it's Indiana. I don't I don't need that young man going to Indiana. He he don't need that. He definitely so, does not. But like I said, it'll it'll play out. It'll play out for Deshaun. Most definitely. I, I will. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, I mean, I kind of, you know, really didn't want to discuss this, but I mean, it is of news. Um, NFL lost. Uh, we lost a great wide receiver, another person, uh, young young man. I mean, only thirty eight. Vincent Jackson, mm-hmm. um, most notably, played for the the Buccaneers. He played for the Chargers, and he played for another team. I just can't remember off the top of my head, but. Fortunately, he passed away. Was found uh, was found in a hotel room right right outside of Tampa. Um, and right now, there's nothing official. What's going on yet? He was just found. He was just found. Um, you know, dead by a housekeeper. There's no signs of, of trauma, but you know, from what the family has stated, they say he has suffered from chronic alcoholism, which is really mm-hmm. tragic, which could have contributed, and also stated he might have suffered from CTE. Um, the sheriff didn't speak on the sheriff didn't speak on the family's behalf. The family came forward and said this themselves, and you know, prayers and condolences to that family. And they donated; they actually donated his brain to the CTE center, which will further yeah, verify that. which will further verify whether he has CTE or not. But regardless, like I mean, thirty eight is way too young. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think he stopped playing literally, I think it was, what, three? Actually, he stopped playing five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, And, man, it's just, you know, it's just terrible, man. You know, rest in peace to him, prayers and condolences to his family. It's just something that needs to be discussed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The news came out, and we, you know, people were just like, what the hell? 
And, you know, 30 age, just when you hear people, even that's under 70 years old, we say they're young. But to hear how he passed, it's just, it's just one thing, man. Like, if you go because of natural causes, which it seems to be the least case nowadays with people passing away at, you know, natural causes and more so from drugs, alcohols, violence, and now COVID and things of that nature, it, it, it's really hard. So, you know, always love to his family, you know, love to him, especially if he was have if he had CTE problems, alcoholism, I, I didn't know about. And that probably didn't make it better if you have CTE because alcohol, man, you know, that's why I try not to drink as much as I used to. It, it's really not good overall for the body. Everything is in doses, just but with alcohol, it seems to be a small dose can take your body into overdrive to where it shouldn't be. And everybody reacts different. So, you know, love to his family. If he has young kids, definitely love them and his his wife as well if he was married. Most definitely. And Vincent Jackson won he did win me a fantasy football, but you know, shout out to shout out to him regardless. Uh Vega player too, very serviceable wide receiver. I do I do remember that um a lot about him, but you know, so fortunate 38 is way too young, man. Like prayers and condolences yeah. to his family. Um and last but not least, um, you want to get a Serena Naomi? Yeah, absolutely. Uh Hey, man. Everybody said that's Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair at WrestleMania. When was that, 08 or 09? I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I think that was 20. Was it 25? Nah, it was like 23 because it was 2008. 24. It was 24. Okay, yeah, so 2009. With old yeah. Yeller, as he called him. Yeah, that was uh, Serena Naomi. Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka was Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels at – uh. At WrestleMania 24, man. Um, mm-hmm. I was excited for that match because I, you know, people, you know, I don't really watch tennis too much unless it's really the big, the big name people, you know, with the yoke, with, uh, you know, Nadal and Federer and Joker, you know, and, you know, Serena and, you know, Osaka, obviously. Um, but the match came on. It, I was like, great, I'm going to, I was, you know, the Australian, it's, it was in the sem- Australian Open semifinal. I was like, damn, that game is going to be on, that match going to be on at three in the morning. Easter ended up being on a 10. So I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Cool. I was talking to you, actually. We was watching this match. Yeah, yeah. Bruh. And I'm like, you know, I'm watching it. I'm doing what I got to do. I'm looking at, you know, I'm, 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 you know, doing my daily business. Bruh. And I realized, I'm like, oh, shit, Nail, You know, and I'm watching the match, too. It's not like I'm not paying attention. Mm. I didn't pay attention to how fast it was over. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Osaka, you know, Osaka doing her thing. Like, Serena look a little, you know, Serena was looking a little sluggish. So hey. he was trying to play the power game in Osaka. This is like, I always have uh, the legendary Jamie Foxx, what he said on his stand-up special, I might need security. He said he was moving, talking about Michael Jackson. It's like he was, his gum stuck to his feet. He just – the moves wasn't yeah. crisp. He was turning slow. Yeah, and, like, I'm – and I'm like, bro, she looks like – bro, she look – she's looking like – Serena Naomi just – not going down for anything and i'm like yeah this is this uh yeah this, this may this may not go well thinking all right serena gonna come back and before i know it i'm like oh shit this is over like straight sets i even tweeted straight sets and caps like straight sets mm-hmm. and i mean like we said man this is this is naomi naomi to serena hbk to hbk to flair 
at WrestleMania 24. Bro, it's just a change in the guard because the thing is, like you said, like I was watching it as you was texting me, but then it was just like, bro, it was just like, I don't, I don't know. It was like moving like the Matrix, like it was moving slow but fast. If that makes sense, like somebody was slowing down the frame rate because it was just like, damn, score for Naomi. Oh, like, all right, cool. And then every time she would score, you just see, because, you know, Serena would just get pissed off in the shows, which is justifiable. But the thing is, she was, the facial expression was different this time. She was like, damn. Like, she wasn't frustrated at what was going on, particularly with the score. She's more so seeming like she was disgusted on how she was playing personally. She was like, damn, I can't get to that ball as fast as I used to. Yeah, she looked, yeah, she, I, it, and what I don't like is also, you know, granted, you know, Naomi won, you know, convincingly, but I don't like how it, we got, it turned to the shit Serena retired shit. I didn't like that, because I'm like, bro, who are you to discuss if Serena should retire? Like, listen, this is probably what, the, you know, this is, it's not like Serena lost to some some bozo. Like Serena lost to the 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 next person up or the next one that's there to take the mantle. Right. It's just how it's the changing of the guard or potential changing of the guard for the time being. And people gotta accept that shit. And it should. And I I think you know a lot of these people writing these narratives about Serena, you know these white people bringing up that that nasty cartoon. Talking about that she shouldn't have been mad and that she should she should like you know basically shut up and play tennis instead of showing emotion. That whole narrative I did not like, but in regards to the match, like it was a really good match, even though like I said, it was quick as hell. That shit was like a cruiserweight a, a cruiserweight match in 1996 on Monday Nitro. But hey, we got yeah, the spot. They've spots. been saying that to her for years, man. I know that woman has she's I don't think she's ever really talked about. The things she heard, and I don't think we need to hear it because I know, I know she heard some horrible things. I mean, we've seen, you know, opposite of what she looks like. These, you know, people, my brother, that just was imitating her and saying yeah. certain things off the court about her as well. So, but I can only imagine the people in the stands, especially overseas, with their bigotry over there. Because I want y'all to understand, no matter where you go in the world, if you look like me of African descent, no matter where you go in the world, you're going to have problems. Most definitely. And, yeah, y'all, y'all white people, like I, like my like my homie Rello says, man, stop letting white people, uh, stop letting white people influence your, your narratives and your takes on sports, man. Because they're not, they they not doing nothing but corrupting your mind. And then the same goes with wrestling. The same goes with anything that you listen to. Take it the way you want it, and if you you feel like you you know you want to read on other people's stuff, man, just read the people of your kind, man. Because these white people ain't doing nothing but making stupid narratives out of nothing. Right. Because if Naomi didn't look how she looked, and she didn't have the the race or the cinch that she comes from, trust me, that would have been all over USA Today. That would have been all over the press. Is Serena over? Is it time for her to call it? A new queen is in town. But yet Naomi, being an African woman, you know, they just like somebody said on Twitter that she was like, "Well, she's not, she's not black." I said, "Okay, choose to do whatever you want to do with that and say what you want to say." But 
You know, I didn't see their father. That is a Haitian man. He is Zoe. He is Zoe. Right. Don't let the last name fool you. Yes, her mom is of Japanese descent, but her father is Haitian. He Haitian, Haitian, bro. Yeah, yeah. Naomi's pops definitely is. So, but hey, man. Shout out to Serena. Shout out to Naomi. Naomi, Naomi, the future is bright. Not mean. And shout out to her, man. But, um, I mean, I guess last but not least, we're going to end this with uh, just a, I guess, a somber note. But I guess we want to, I just wanted to say, man, RIP, Bashar Jackson, the young guy, Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. We miss my, I miss my guy, man. I ain't going to hold you. That summer, Welcome to the Party Dropped, was a legendary summer in the city of New York. I know who he, I knew who he was, but I didn't know when I heard some of the songs that it was the same dude. Because mm-hmm. I used to hear it on the radio. And then when I heard Welcome to the Party, I'm like, oh, this shit is crazy. Then came Dior, and then Meet the Woo One came out. And when I heard Meet the Woo the first tape, bruh, I know what the fuck to do. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when I heard it. Like, and, I, I think I was just hearing his name a little bit, but yeah. they didn't really play it at the day parties in LA. Right. Because really, I, I got a hold to his name somehow, and I was like, "Yo, why this kid sound like a demon?" That's what I kept saying. Man, I tweeted, I tweeted like, bro, he he's like, he sounded like he chain smoked Newports for fun, but he had the flow of Fifty Cent and he used to growl like DMX. And I'm like, bro, this is that New York energy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he had the like that Brooklyn bravado, but then like he had the swag, like the whole swag of the of Canarsi, the Flossy, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And like he had, he had all of the charisma, he had everything, and like. For him to be get to get his life taken away over some bullshit, man, like that's really what I was like. Yeah, I really that really did a number, like not even to hold you, like that shit did a number on me, bro. Because I'm just like, this kid is gone, man. Like you know, he didn't even get to live his life. Kid didn't even make 21 yet. You know, he changed. I, to be honest, he did. He was doing a lot. Like he was branching out into doing more R&B shit. He was doing like a lot of different stuff where he could have been in you know different going into uncharted territories you know he helped bring the drills the drill scene to the spotlight even though yes there were the people before him like you had the chef g's who i recommend listening to sleepy hollow and you know busy banks and ross swish and all them and all them and all them cats and um he bought the like those people were before him but he bought the limelight to them and he made people pay attention to those guys because some of them dudes can't rap. Like, you know, sometimes I know people have their grievances about the drill, the New York drill stuff. They're not really the biggest fan. And Fabio, excuse me. I didn't even, I forgot to mention Fabio and I apologize for that. But, um, you know, there's a lot of those dudes who are pretty good at rapping. Like the beats, I understand. But, you know, some of these cats could do their thing. And Pop helped bring, was on his way to helping them bring, helping bring that light to them dudes. And, you know, unfortunately, he passed away before he was able to see that come to fruition. But, I mean, the kid had a bright future. Like, I could, I, bro, he's half Jamaican, half Panamanian. You know, Panamanians are like, you know, they, they Spanish, but they black too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, they, you know, they like the Spanish Jamaican. Like, they Spanish Jamaicans, bro. Like, they got every, they, they are perfect mix of both. Like, I kind of see him fuck around doing reggaeton shit if he really wanted to. But right. Pop just had a really bright future, and I mean, it's just fucking like I, that shit fucked me up when he died. And I don't really do the, you know, there's some 
celebrity deaths that fucked to me, like Kobe's death fucked to me. Even Prodigy from Bob D fucked to me because like me listening mm-hmm. to rap, that was one of the first rappers I really enjoyed. Like, you know, but with Pop, I think it was just like, yo, this is a young kid. Like, yeah, he's from the streets and he's talking this shit, but you could tell he's trying to get out of that. You know, he's trying to make a better life for himself. And, you know, you want to see kids like that win. You know what I mean? You want to see kids like that who come out of the hood, who make these, who don't do problematic shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't really a problematic person. He ain't say nothing wild. You know, he had his bars. He was doing his thing. He wanted, the kid wanted to go to Paris Fashion Week and go travel the world and make music. Like, that's all what my man was about. And for him to lose his life, like, at the, the you know, the way, the census way it was done, I mean, for him to not reap the bet, the you know, the fruits of his labor. I mean, literally, his second, he died two weeks after his second mixing comes out. Mm-hmm. And just the story, just just the story how he was barely rapping for a year and a half before he got, before he, you know, Welcome to the Party in Dior comes out. The trajectory of his songs, like, you know, I went back and listened to some of those songs that didn't come out. And I'm like, holy shit, like, this kid was pretty good. Like, I could only imagine what they're going to release now that he's gone because allegedly he had more than 300, 400 songs on a hard drive just chilling. Mm-hmm. So he worked his ass off too. But, you know, to see, you know, for him to pass away, I mean, it's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, like, bro, I'm just going to listen to his music. I'm going to always remember, you know, the year, the very short-lived year that he gave us. I mean, we can only, we could talk about what he could have been, what he could have done, how far he could have gone in, in life and with the music shit. But at the end of the day, like I'm gonna be grateful for the three, pro- you know, the three projects and all the Lucy's he gave us and whatever unreleased shit you could you could stumble across. Like, man, just man, rest in peace to that young man. Like, you know, God bless him. God bless his family. And man, long live the woo, bro. Like, I that that's the one. That's a one New York out of all the shit that happened with Bobby going to jail, which fucking sucked. You know, the other motherfucker that we don't talk about, Duke. That, that fucking rap, fuck him, and we not going to get into that messy shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He a snit. He, he, just a, he just a weirdo, and I don't like that. But with Pop, I think with Pop, like, we finally... New York New York has had really bad luck when it comes to their stars. Yep. They really have. You know, like I said, yeah. Bobby going to jail, this whole, you know, this dude being stack a man bundles. of these, Stack bundles. I mean, big Jeez. fucking chinks, biggie, you know... And the thing with Stack and Chinks, like, they got killed in their own hood in Far Rockaway. Like, you know, the Jim Jones, Matt, you know, Max B is, is a situation, too. Like, there, there, there's been this unfortunate set of circumstances with New York. I mean, shit, even if you want to include ASAP Rocky, ASAP Yams died, and that put a really big, um, that really kind of stalled a lot of the trajectory that the ASAP mob was working on. But... <clears throat> I mean, with Pop, like, I think with Pop, we finally, since Bobby, even though Bobby did what he did and he was trying to get out of that and they used his lyrics against him with Pop, I think it's just, you know, it was everything. Like, he was a young kid. Like, he had the street shit, but he could part. You know, he was the gangster. Like, he called himself a double G. Gangster mm-hmm. gentleman, he liked the party. Like, he was a young kid who was just making music and having fun with his life. And for him to go see the world and get his life taken, like, that shit is just senseless and... It makes you upset, but at the same, it makes me upset. Upset, but at the same time, like you know what, like today, man, like I don't really listen to too much music. I think the only shit I really listened to was pop shit. Like I listened to Meet the Woo one and two. Went to the, you know, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, which is cool to me. Um, 
which I usually do a lot. I always go back to his tapes if I need a, a boost of energy or I need some shit to get me hype. Or if I just want to you know, have some feel-good music that I need to bob my head to, I'm going to listen to pop, you know? And even listen to his old shit. I listen to some of his unreleased stuff today, too, and it's just like, man, it's just unfortunate, bro. You know, so rest in peace to pop. You know, God bless everybody. You know, God bless his family. God bless his friends. You know what I'm saying? Condolences. And long live the woo, bro. Absolutely. You said everything perfect. It just, you know, it went went from Kobe passing with his baby and the other passengers to, you know, Pop Smoke passing away. And I remember that morning, both of those mornings vividly, but I remember Me too. hearing about Pop Smoke dying. And I was on the, and you know what I mean? I was in Atlanta at the time and I heard about that and I was just like, where, what? And then to hear it happen in my city, it's just like, bro, it's been a long month for LA. So to hear something like that happen, and then, you know, it's just, I kept thinking about it over and over, man. It's just, it's one of them, it's one of the things that you'll never get over. And then, you know, went from that to the Rona hitting. So it was just like, yo, we in a fucking movie right now with everything. So, right. You know, Literally, it's, it's, it was a vicious cycle. It was a vicious cycle, man. Cause you're right. Yeah. I do remember when Kobe passed away. And like, we discussed that in a, a, couple, a couple episodes ago. Shit. I remember possible. I was walking into work when that shit happened. Because uh-huh. it, it, it hit at seven in the morning. It hit it like, a, I think the news came out like at seven, eight in the morning, East Coast time. Because mm-hmm. that shit happened like at three in the morning on the West Coast, like in the middle of the night. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, pop smoke. Dad. I'm like, pop smoke. Pop smoke shot. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, pop. Like, come on, man. I'm thinking, oh, he going to make it. And then it's like, nah, he's dead. And I'm like, bro, you come on, bro. And it was crazy because I really was. You know, a lot of people do know him from, you know, when he was, when the Travis Scott song where he featured on Gotti and that stuff. But for me to kind of get that kind of in the early infancy of, you know, welcome to the party blowing up in New York and then going back and, you know, kind of remembering, oh shit, I remember when I, I was like, I put two and two, like, yo, I remember NPR, which was the first song he actually put out officially. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, this is the same dude. Oh, this shit is crazy. Let me go back. Then I went to go listen to Flexing and Meet the Woo, you know, Meet the Woo the song. And then the tape dropping and the tape just Meet the Woo One is an incredible fucking piece of work. Meet the Woo Two also. Like I could bro, I always tell I bro, I used to tell people I work like, bro, go put this, put Meet the Woo One, Meet the Woo One in the gym. I said, just listen to it. Don't yeah. change the song. Play that shit, bro. You're gonna get the craziest workout you get in 30 fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. Bro, I would not listen to nothing but Meet the Wolf for a good month and a half in the gym. Like, so he had that music. He had that. He had that music that was hype as hell. But it was from party music too. And you know, it's unfortunate that he's gone. But at the end of the day, he gave us three really good projects. Um, you could see the trajectory, and you know, obviously, there's rumors that new music is coming out. I just hope that they do it right. I'm not that boogie movie. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it because, like, I like I said a couple episodes ago, like they got him acting like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino, and I'm right. I, I know he ain't like that. And that shit look like a 2K my career plus uh, plus elements from Above the Rim, plus elements from Juice and White Man Can Jump with an Asian twist all in one. And I don't know if I could rock with that, but I would if it's to support him and he does get proceeds that go to his family, I'll do it for that. So. Um, like I said, man, the kid had a really bright career ahead of him, and it's unfortunate that his life was taken away before he can hit the legal age of 21. But yeah. I do, for me, bro, personally, he's one of the young guys of New York that I always that I that I really took a liking to. Um, and 
I mean, man, God, like, bro, God bless him, man. Bro, I'm going to cherish them three projects forever, man. He gave us some heat. So, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, rest in peace, man. All the young people that lose their lives over senseless things. Stay safe, man, for real. Protect yourself, protect your family. You know what I mean? This this shit is real out here, bro. The world to protect your mentals, man. Seek help, seek therapy. Like, do things that are gonna benefit your mental health. That do not hurt other people or hurt yourself, man. For real, like this world. This world is a weird place. This life sometimes can be full of shit. But if you protect yourself, man, and you do things to protect yourself from the, from that shit, you know, it may not pay off then, but it'll pay off in the long run. And you tell, I'm saying that from somebody who about to turn thirty and has been. Who has gone through a, a really big self awareness thing as well? So, you know, Absolutely. just like you have been. So, hey, man, just check, check your, check on your health, man, daily. Always, always. Because, like you said in Tunnel Vision, man, God gave me all of this, but this shit could go in a second. I'm paraphrasing that. I'm gonna look for the lyrics, but he did, but he did say. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna look for that lyrics right now. It is funny. I was listening to that song too. Uh, hold on. People gotta understand, man. This life, you only allow so many seconds, man. Trying to make all of it count. Look, he said, "I'm a force to be reckoned. I'm God's perfection." Look, God gave me lots of months, but it could go in a sec. It could go in a second. Mm-hmm. If I fucked the wrong bitch or woke up, even or I woke up in the wrong session. I mean, but that is important, man. God gave me a lot of months, but it could go in a second. So, man, cherish this shit, man. Protect yourself sexual people man and things will work out you know but hey man i i mean to bring down the sound that's a fact bro hey man you got anything else to chime in on aside from julius randall being called beyblade which is crazy to me still (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's insane to say i'm like all right that must have been his favorite cartoon uh no I, I really don't have anything else to say. You know, you said everything perfect. I think we'll just end it on a note of, man, just, you know, love one each other. I'm going to go that route. Love each other. Uh, if you're going through something, please talk to somebody about it. Get some help. Uh, you don't have to fight anything on your own. Don't believe, you know, the demons in your head because, you know, people have attention and believe people on the outside are demons but it's the one inside so you always try to work on the ones inside before you think about the angels that's on the outside because before you get to the angels you got to go past the devils you're that's a a i couldn't have said it any better bro hey man hey banks you dropped some jewels if they want to pick it up that's on them you feel me yeah i shouldn't have been a rapper bro i just don't know how to rhyme that's all right bro <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay, it. man. But that's it, man. Uh, damn, what are we gonna title this episode? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, Beyblade, <laughs> Julius Randall, Beyblade, or whatever. Hey, we gonna Photoshop Julius Randall head on a Beyblade? Yeah, that. That's, I don't know if we should do that, but <laughs> I think we might as well. Bro, Julius Randle is Beyblade is absolutely hilarious, bro. Bro, whoever put that on Basketball Reference, y'all, you got some fucking nerve, man. Somebody got to explain that. We got to look for the article. Maybe we just got to look it up. 
Nah, I, nah I, I think somebody got them them admin codes and and put that in there and snuck that in there and you know they George Bush the button. Yeah, because there's no B in any letter of his name, so it's just kind of weird. Because he just be doing because he was doing wild spin moves all one year, man. Oh, so he was uh, Pascal Siakam. Bro, he was Pascal. Bro, he would if the circle button was broken on your controller. That was Julius Randle last year. Shit, like if the button, if you press the, league. if you press the button and it got stuck and you ain't put no WD forty in that bitch, that was Julius Randle. Maybe that's where they got the name from. They might want to change that now. So when they put uh, All Star next to his name, they might want to take the Beyblade out. Yeah, Beyblade got got taken out, bro, because he he doing spin moves, but he doing he he being a lot more calculated. All they like Pascal spin moves now. Efficient spin moves. Only like Pascal Siakam, who just who was jamming that circle button for a long time. But he been you playing, know. but but Pascal been playing better though. I will give him the credit. He has he's been killing the last six games, bro. Really. Yeah, bro, this motherfucker got like 30 T, like 32 on I'm going to, hold on, let me pull up his stats, bro. He was going crazy last night. Hold on, Pascal Siakam. All right, do they have a per game thing? No, hold on, bro. Do they have his per game stats? I hate when they don't do this, bro. They should. If you just go, I saw it go straight through basketball reference. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna show you right now. Let me let me search Pascal right now. So I've been doing it through my actual, through my actual, through my fucking uh, Yahoo, through my fantasy, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now. Let's see Siakam before we get out of here. I'm gonna pull up Mr. Pascal Siakam stats. Okay, the last. I don't know if this is true with February 19th against Minnesota. He had 10, 9, and six. He didn't shoot well, mm-hmm. but the last one, two, okay. He's kind of been doing better. I mean, he had the he was shot here with like with January 29th against Sacramento. He had 32-4-2. Orlando next game, 30-10 and 3. The, the game after Orlando, he had 12-5 and 8. He didn't shoot that well. Game after that, 33-11 and 6. And then he has a pretty good six-game tear after the after the Atlanta game that they lost. Versus Memphis, February 8th, 32-5 and 6. Against the Wizards, two days later, 26-5 and 2. Boston. Two to Boston the next night, 23, 4, and 2. Minnesota, they lost 18, 8, and 6. Then he had 23, 13, and 6, and 27, 6, and 5 last night. So he's been, you know, he has that one game where he doesn't score hit 20, but he'll have, you know, a, a good amount of rebounds and assists. But he, he, he's been coming through with them games where he's been dropping 20, almost 30. So Pascal's been playing pretty well. Yeah, no. I, I, apparently, I need to start watching the Raptors games. Yeah, they they've been they've been coming along. They've been coming along pretty nicely. They had a really rough start, as we know, but I think I think they're getting used to playing in Tampa. So, but shout yeah. to the. But yeah, we'll see oh, what I happens. I keep forgetting yeah, they in Tampa right now. Yeah, bro. they not. Yeah, they not in Toronto because the the restrictions. They won't let them get up. They won't let them go up there. Hmm. See, and that's then, why I can't sneak over the border to Canada. Uh, hey, man. The hell out this country. They fucking, they, bro, they throw you in Lake Michigan and you go fuck yourself. Hey, listen. If it was me in Tampa right now, our team would be doing bad because I'll just say that because it, it's, it's sin in Tampa from one particular person. 
Come the game sleepy as hell. I'll just say that. Oh my god! Won't be all for that season. Wait till we get back to Canada where I can escape from the Jezebel. This Jezebel is crazy. (laughs) Escape, escape from Tampa. Escape from the Jezebels. Yeah, no, just one particular. I don't know about too many, but I know it's one out there. I I gotta leave. Hey man. I guess they staying away from her. They just they just going there to play basketball. Well, you probably have to because of the restrictions. Like, I'm pretty sure. Man, they in, they in Florida. They ain't got no fucking restrictions. No, but they do. I know. Oh, well. But the oh. Raptors do. Oh yeah, they got to stay in the hotel and do nothing. But because Nick Nurse definitely looked like he'll be like, I'm disappointed in you guys for going out. I mean, I, shit, I'll be too if we playing well. Sorry, I got to be that guy, but hey. We back in the playoff hunt. We're not looking crazy like we was early in the season. But hey, man, this this NBA season has been a a a, a, a whirlwind of shit to be nice, and we gonna see what happens after the All Star break, bro. That's really what I'm I'm gonna see how this how everything plays out because they've been very mum about COVID cases. They've been mum about a lot of shit, so mm-hmm. they trying to they trying to be they trying to be some some goody two shoes. Had, you know, before you know, until the All Star Game comes, so we'll see what happens, man. But um, absolutely, but hey, if that's if that's about it, then hey, we out of here. I mean, f- follow me at Who Is Original. Follow my dog Banks. Banks No Rest Two, Volume Nine. Julius Randall is Beyblade. I guess that's the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we gotta find out the person that came up with that name. Oh my god, bruh. Shout out to Julius Randle, man. Oh, I'm happy. Shout out. Oh, I'm happy the Knicks are being talked about in a positive light. Yeah, finally. For that, once. That, that, that's the main thing, finally. Bruh, that's a fact, man. But hey, if you ain't got I ain't got nothing else to say, so you, you get your plug, you get your plug in. I know oh, you're a busy man. Not Busy really. Banks, bro. That's crazy. That's a drill rapper named Busy Banks from New York. That's that's gonna be your name too. Uh, two Busy Banks too. Now you busy. Nah, that's your name also. That's your other alias, Busy Banks. Oh man, don't get me called in New York. Man, I'm not nah, Busy Banks. You can spell it the right way, B U S Y. He spelled it B I Z Z Y. I'm not spelling anything with B U S. Oh man. <laughs> Yo, Banks. Oh my no, god. No, sir. Not nah. me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna mess up your name and say some other shit. Yeah, they're gonna add a couple more uh syllables on there. Oh, yeah. I don't need I don't need that on nah, my name. No, no, sir. So I right, man, yeah. well, I ain't got nothing to say, bruh. So on that note, we out banks no rest too. Y'all know where to find me, man. Hey, Get man. Me. hey man, y'all stay up, wear a mask and wash your ass. You feel me? Absolutely. Drink some water. Go outside to exercise. Word. And pick up a hobby. Absolutely. And stop letting white people control your narratives. That part. All right. We out. (laughs)